Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen. Uh, I'm really happy to bring Stephen Sinatra uh, back. Uh, Dr. Stephen Sinatra, he's been on the show numerous times. He's a cardiologist and best-selling author of Heartbreak and Heart Disease. And he's, we're going to talk about unsuspecting bad habits that could weigh more heavily on the heart than you realize. Uh, Dr. Sinatra, welcome back to Late Night Health. Great to be here, Mark. Um, we always have a really good time, but this is serious. Heart disease kills more people, both men and women, I'm pretty certain, than even cancers. Am I correct in that? Oh, you're absolutely correct. It's the number one killer of both men and women. In fact, uh, uh, with women, it, it, it used to be breast cancer years ago, but now it's, you know, one in eight or nine people, or well, women will die of breast cancer, but one in two and a half to three will die of heart disease. That's how prevalent it is. It's it's amazing to me um, because uh, that both men and women in this 21st century are still having these heart conditions. I I recently um, went through a battery of tests uh, because cardiovascular disease is common in my family, and I was advised to do that, and I did, and I passed apparently with flying colors. Um, most people, both men and women, don't take the time to um, to have those tests, do they? Right, yeah. You know, it's very important, and it's even more important since the Biogenome Project discovered our DNA, you know, going back probably more than 20 years, uh, you know, when these three researchers won the Nobel Prize. But uh, since that time, there's been a lot of genetic inheritance demonstrating that uh, if you have anybody in your family with a heart attack or a stroke uh, that's, you know, young, I would say below 60, uh, there's certain blood tests that you need to get done. And with the new genetic tests, uh, it's, it's really great that you can determine, you know, where, these, where you have these weaknesses, you know, whether it's homocysteine or LP little a or fibrinogen or ferritin. I mean, these are tests that, you know, any doctor could do now and uh, determine you know, if you are at an enhanced risk or not. These are the, the most of the cardiologists uh, test for uh, cholesterol and, and, right, um, right. and those Unfortunately, levels. Unfortunately, that's sort of a dinosaur. Uh, you know, you're absolutely right. So are these tests uh, commonplace with 
I'll say traditional well, they, doctors or or not? Yeah, I mean, they are common, but again, you know, like if you take one risk factor like LP little, little A, which is a very, very small cholesterol particle, uh, there's really no drugs that treat it, so a lot of doctors don't order the test. Uh, you know, they'll order cholesterol, and, and you know, we, we need cholesterol, you know, especially in this day and age of, you know, multiple toxins and, you know, increased Alzheimer's disease and stuff like that. I mean, um, cholesterol protects the brain, you know, it's the source of our hormones. Uh, and look, in a pandemic, one of the most important things in a pandemic is vitamin D. And where do you get vitamin D from? Well, when the sun hits the skin, uh, uh, you know, the UV light that that sort of penetrates the skin combines with cholesterol to form vitamin D3. So we need cholesterol, you know, and, and unfortunately, um, you know, sometimes we need to lower it, but uh, not as much as uh, we, we think we should lower it. Well, you live in, in Florida, and I'm going to assume near the water. Um, yeah, and so yeah. Do you I, I ground every day near the water. In fact, when I finish this broadcast today, I'm going to walk the beach and do a little grounding. And when you do that, do you put sunscreen on or or not? No, I don't. No, I I wear a hat and uh, uh, basically uh, I wear shorts and I like to take in at least uh, 30 minutes of sunlight because that, that's where you get, that's where you get your vitamin D. Now, if you use a sunblock. Uh, you know, these sunblocks, you know, a lot of them can cause skin cancer. People don't realize that because they contain yeah. a lot of carcinogens. I mean, if you're going to use a sunblock, you got to use what the lifeguards used, you know, decades ago, that white zinc oxide. So that's the best form of a sunblock to use because it's not absorbed into the body. It's, it's, I guess people don't like it because it's that white pasty stuff that when you and I were growing up, lifeguards always wore on their nose. It, correct, correct. And uh, the, that's the safest sunblock to really use because, again, you don't want to absorb the, uh, you know, those sprays that people put on their kids and those creams that, you know, they douse themselves with because a lot of those constituents are absorbed through the skin and into the bloodstream. You, you talked about walking barefoot. I love being barefoot. I'm barefoot all the time. I go outside, I walk on my lawn. Um, I walk in my house. I'm barefoot. Uh, I really like being on the grass, or I'd love to be on the beach barefoot because it's it's um, it's healing. Yeah. Right. Can yeah, you tell fact, us about it's, that? It's, it's probably the simplest mechanism you can do to crush the fires of inflammation. In other words. We're all inflamed today. I mean, everybody's got uh, uh, issues with inflammation, you know, whether it's uh, bacteria or, or killer viruses or insecticides or pesticides or heavy metals or bisphenol A or, you know, uh, you know uh, particles found in food. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So since we are inflamed, we need to consider measures to reduce the chronic relentless inflammation in the body. And one of the best ways of lowering the inflammatory load is basically to walk barefoot. Uh, and the best place to walk barefoot, Mark, is really the, the sand. When the ocean is, you know, when the sea is coming in, like an incoming tide, for example, 
I mean, you can walk on an outgoing tide as well. This will make a difference. But uh, I like to have the wetness of the uh, uh, of the sand because the ocean is is full of mi- minerals. And when the sand is wet, not only are you taking in the Schumann resonance, what we call uh, the the uh, grounded electrical potential, but you're also taking in loads and loads of minerals as well. So. Uh, walking barefoot, you get so many advantages. Uh, you know, not, not only the antioxidant support, uh, but the immune support and the uh, mineral support as well. well. Of course, your ocean water is much warmer than my ocean water, so my ocean water is very cold. Making you know, but your sand would be warmer too. That's correct. That's correct. I mean, here in Florida, it's, uh, you know, one of the reasons why. I moved to Florida, and then I ended up moving to the seashore, is because when I did the research on grounding, um, I believed it so much that I, you know, I, I realized that since it's free and it's the most natural anti-inflammatory of all time, uh, you know, why not take advantage of it? It's very, very important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to continue our conversation. We're going to talk about. Um, Going to bed after midnight, we're going to talk about, uh, we've talked about barefoot. One of the biggest problems, I believe, facing America today, if not all of the Western world, is loneliness. The oh number gosh. of dating You're apps. absolutely right. Yeah. The uh, right, uh, and, uh, you know, everybody is looking for that special someone. And there's, there's uh, dating apps and online uh, dating and hookups and all kinds of things so that people won't be lonely so we'll talk about that and we'll probably uh, talk about it maybe a supplement or two that people can think about taking to help with the heart as well uh, I'm Mark Allen along with the insane Daryl Wayne we invite you to visit us at latenighthealth.com that's latenighthealth.com don't go away we have more coming up with Dr. Sinatra If you're listening to Late Night Health right now, you're part of the growing target of baby boomers we're serving. Hi, I'm Daryl Wayne, producer of Late Night Health, inviting you to join the Late Night Health family. If you have any business targeting the growing boomer market, Late Night Health is the ideal advertising vehicle for you. From vitamins to insurance, alternative health to Western-style medicine, Late Night Health caters to the growing population of those over 40 years old. This vibrant demographic has expendable income to fight aging, purchase travel, take care of aging parents, or just have fun. Find out about the advertising opportunities with Late Night Health. Call us at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308 or email us at info at latenighthealth.com. That's info at latenighthealth.com. Join Late Night Health as we empower people to take charge of their own health care. Call now at 805-391-0308. 
That's 805-391-0308. Late Night Health is proud of our partnership with the EBC, the Evolutionary Business Council. Check them out at ebcouncil.com. You're listening to Late Night Health with Mark Allen. The show continues in a moment. Role models, they can make all the difference. In our world today, they have never been more important. One of the nation's most successful mentoring organizations is Jewish Big Brothers Big Sisters of Los Angeles. Their mission is to assist youth in achieving their full potential through innovative and impactful programs. And no nonprofit agency does it better. Jewish Big Brothers Big Sisters of LA serves Jewish children, boys and girls in our local community with a mentoring program that's been going strong since 1915. That's only the beginning. This nationally known agency owns and operates Camp Bob Waldorf. Its summer camping and weekend retreat programs enrich the lives of youth throughout greater Los Angeles. Then there's a college support program And last but not least, work that helps kids all over the world through the Teen Talk app. Want to learn more? Go to jbbbsla.org. Donate. Get involved. There's no better way to make a difference. Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids. And she can give you your life back, too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing. And with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem. But trust me, call Bright here now for a free hearing exam. A $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call Bright here now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthere.com. Sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Words are a critical aspect of success. How you get your point across is a crucial part of what makes anything sell. So do it right and hire a writer. Whether it's articles, blog posts, technical writings, website content, product descriptions, or ghostwriting anything from a novel to a nonfiction book about your navel, contact Servette Hassan. If you want it to sell, write it right. Email Servette at Servette at ServetteHassan.com. Health continues. I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. Uh, we're talking about heart health, and uh, our guest is Dr. Stephen Sinatra. He's the author of the best-selling book, Heartbreak and Heart D- Disease, the number one killer here in the United States, both men and women. If my genetics are predisposed for cardiovascular issues, can I use epigenetics to combat what God has given me? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and remember this, the environment trumps everything. So if you've been dealt a bad set of genes, Mark, uh, you know, what you eat, 
what time you go to bed at night, you know, how much stress you're under, you know, all this stuff, how high your blood pressure is. I mean, the list goes on and on. But environment trumps genetics. So I'm all in favor of using lifestyle characteristics to reduce, you know, favorable lifestyle characteristics to reduce our risk. Uh, I tend to go to bed about 11 o'clock, around 11. Uh, if I'm around 11, well, yeah, you, you know what? What? If you go to bed at 11 or just before 11, you're hitting the best sweet spot in preventing cardiovascular disease. I got to tell you, Mark, um, I always believed that it was the number of hours of sleep that was very important. You know, being a heart specialist, I was a midnight hero lots of times, right. you know, working in the middle of the night on call, you know, dealing with emergencies. And uh, I never thought about what time going to bed was important. I always thought, you know, if you got five, six, seven hours of sleep, that that was sufficient. But an article came out that really, really moved me. It, it was only a few months ago. It came out of the European Heart Journal. And what they looked at, they looked at what time you went to bed. In other words, was there a sweet spot uh, in going to bed at night where if they looked at thousands and thousands of people, and actually the number of people was 88,000, and uh, these were people from ages 43 to 79, so, you know, it was a, a solid middle-aged uh, elderly group. And basically what it said, what it, what it, the, the, the data was very simple. Over this period of five years, um, about a little more than 3,000 people out of the 88,000, you know, number got heart attacks or heart disease. And when they looked at the data, they realized that most of the heart attacks uh, were associated when people went to bed after midnight or before 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> so if you went to bed too early or if you went to bed too late, you tended to get more heart disease. And I looked at this, and, and there was a similar study that was oh, published a few months earlier about heart failure, and it said the same thing. And uh, as a heart specialist, I resonated with it. And I said to my wife, I said, you know, Jan, after reading this, we're going to go to bed between 10 and 11 o'clock at night because that's the sweet spot going forward in preventing cardiovascular disease. So for your listeners, it's another lifestyle tip. And that's what it's all about, Mark. It's, it's getting favorable lifestyle tips in your column. The more you have, the, the, you know, the less incidence of heart disease in that individual. The... The fact is, I do go to bed at 11. Uh, by the time I fall asleep, it may not be, uh, well, it depends. But, you know, uh, yesterday I got up extremely early, so I my head hit the pillow and I was out. But that's unusual for me. I'll read for a while, and I'll fall asleep, and... Um, uh, and I'll wake up maybe five or six hours later if I'm lucky. Uh, I don't. Hey, that's good. You know. You know. Listen. If if, if you're falling asleep at about eleven fifteen, eleven twenty, I mean that's still you're you're in that area. Uh, if you fall asleep after midnight, that was the worst for people who are getting heart disease. So. Um, you know, my advice to you would be, you know, try to go to bed a little bit earlier, maybe at 10 minutes to 11 or a quarter to 11, and, and see what happens. I mean, the amount of risk was so low at 10 to 11. And, you know, I mean, the risk was like 12%, but the risk after midnight was like over 25%. 
so you know you're all, you're sort of doubling your risk when you go to bed after midnight, and and you know when it comes to cardiovascular disease, you want to keep your risk as minimal as possible. Uh, what about falling asleep? That that's the challenge, and then staying asleep. And I don't want to take you know uh, I've taken sleep aids in the past. I really don't like them uh, because you wake up the next day and you're groggy all day and they're not really good for you and most of them have uh, the uh, the active ingredient in uh, benadryl uh, as the uh, right. as the sleep inducer yeah it, it, it'll dry your membranes up i mean i'm a big proponent of melatonin i really like melatonin i like ashwagandha you know that's sort of an herb that right. uh, you know helps to you know reduce like you know emotional stress uh but melatonin is is fantastic especially in this pandemic you know there's lots of good literature uh, to show that um melatonin has antiviral pro uh, properties as well and um remember this mark um we talked about sunlight and you know and uh, in a previous con conversation when we go out in the sun the two antioxidants that are used up immediately within a half hour are melatonin and coenzyme Q10. So, you know, melatonin is one of those antioxidants that does a lot of rescue in the body. So if you have listeners who find it difficult to sleep at night, you know, that they're involved with a lot of self-talk or they're, they're nervous or they're anxious, uh, taking one to five or six or seven milligrams of melatonin uh, and you can experiment with it is very, very safe. And uh, I would recommend it. I mean, I think melatonin has a lot of good hidden agendas that are really good for the body. And the ashwagandha is also also good. Uh, really quickly, as we're wrapping up our show today, being a loner, I made the statement that I think loneliness is one of the major problems facing Americans, if not the world today. Uh, why is that so important regarding heart health? Well, we need, you know, connections in our life, uh, especially vital connections. I mean, one of the things that used to bother me as a heart specialist is I would see people who were married for decades and all of a sudden lose, a, you know, lose their partner, and they would go into severe depressions. Uh, so we need, you know, we need contact. And you know, what the pandemic has done, it's it caused social isolation. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, there's been a lot of suicides. Uh, there's a lot of depression that comes up, a lot of panic. You know, panic is a is a really an undesirable emotion because in a panic, you know, one can do crazy things like like commit suicide. So it, it's important that we um, you know look at loneliness. And and again, you know, um, I would I would tell people to uh, uh, one of the best ways of of thwarting off loneliness. You know, if you've lost partners in your life, is to get a pet. I think pets bring a lot to the table. I mean, the, the unconditional love that a cat or a dog can bring a person uh, is, is incredible. And, and, and uh, you know, a lot of my elderly people who lost spouses who adopted pets, they would come to my office and, you know, give me a hug and a kiss and say, thanks, Dr. Sinatra. I didn't realize how, how you know, beautiful my pet is because, you know, it makes me want to live again because it gives me so much love, and that's what I need to keep me going. Love heals everything, Mark. It's unbelievable. It, it does, and that's um, that's just, you know, it's unconditional love from a pet 
to its uh, to its owner. Uh, Dr. Sinatra, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, Dr. Sinatra is the author of Heartbreak and Heart Disease, and uh, we'll have him back soon, I know. Uh, have a great day, doctor. Uh, listen, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you, Daryl. I appreciate everything you do. My pleasure. And uh, we will see you all next week. Have a great week. Have a good week. Most importantly, have a healthy week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye for now.